Welcome to Nutrition Grad Guide. I'm your host, Shana Sapi, a qualified nutritionist and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I created this podcast to help nutrition grads just like you navigate your way into a career and a life that you love. In each episode, I'm going to bring you interviews with experts in the nutrition and health field, exploring a range of different career pathways. We'll learn about what they do, how they got there, and their advice to help you grow a successful career as a nutritionist or a natural health professional. Thank you for tuning in. Today's guest, I'm very excited to have Jade Ansi with me, who is a nutritionist and a naturopath, and she has a very diverse career background and is currently doing a whole lot of different things, and I'm very excited to chat through those and hear all about how she has got to where she is today. So thank you for joining me today, Jade. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Um, Let's get started by talking a little bit about how you got into nutrition and naturopathy and, yeah, where your interest came from. Yeah, so... For me, it was a long time ago. So I actually graduated from high school in 99 and straight from high school, I went into study nutrition Mm -hmm. and it was actually in my um, interview to get into Endeavour College, which was Melbourne College at the time. They actually upsold me to do a double degree in naturopathy as well. Okay. Um, So I just kind of went with it thinking that's what I need to do. Yep. Great. I'll get a double degree. I'll be out in four years. Let's go. Yeah. Um, And it's probably kind of then just progressed from there. I've always been someone who's into health. I was always really um, active as a, like a young girl. Um, But it probably wasn't until midway through my studies where it all really clicked Um, and it all kind of made purpose of why I was studying this and what it actually meant. Um, So it was, I was diagnosed with a multinodular goiter of the thyroid, which sounds like horrific when you're like 20 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, And the doctor really gave me no answers to what was going on and just told me to come back and see if it grows and I think that was my dropping point of there has to be more to health than just what the GP and your blood test says Absolutely, and I think I've just carried with that from then on yeah wow yeah Yeah, good on you I love it it's it's funny how we all sort of start due to our own personal experiences and wanting to dig deeper and find the root cause which is what nutrition and naturopathy are all about exactly Yeah. yeah Awesome. So do you want to tell us a little bit about how that all unfolded? So you did the four-year double degree and then what did you go on to do once you finished up there? So because I graduated quite young, I think I was only 21 when I graduated, I really graduated with not a whole amount of confidence in practice. Mm -hmm. And if I look back, there wasn't many um, career opportunities either. You kind of went into private practice or you worked in a health food shop. And that was kind of the two avenues and that was pretty much what you did Um, or you flunked and then you went out and you did something else. So there's a lot of unsuccessful practitioners at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I kind of stayed in my safety zone and that was me working at a health food shop while I was studying. So I actually went on to manage that health food store. Um, But what I look back now, I love that I got so many skills in that role that I would Mm -hmm. never have had if I didn't do it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so it's sales was yeah. the number one thing. Like I learned to sell myself. I learned to sell a regime to someone. I learned to explain products to someone um, in a way that I was never taught at uni. Yeah. Um, and I think that then just gave me that backbone and a little bit more confidence mm-hmm. moving forward through my kind of career path. 
Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And I know exactly what you mean because I did a similar thing where I worked in a health food store during uni and when I finished and you do learn so many valuable skills because you are also put on the spot by a lot of people and they want like mini consultations right there and then. So you're really applying everything you just learned. Yeah, in a five-minute consult. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, save it, like control all my symptoms and make me better in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> And the best opportunity to do that, but it usually involves a big amount of sales to get that across the line. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good curve, like a learning curve, that's for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I did that for a couple of years and then I moved into a rep role with Mm -hmm. um, Health World. Yeah. So I did Ethical Nutrients um, for a year, which is their retail brand, and then I moved into Metagenics, which is a practitioner-only brand of those supplements and I kind of fell into a really amazing company that you wanted to work for yeah so I kind of stuck with them for quite a few years and never really had an intention of leaving I was exposed to so many practitioners I was exposed to so many successful and then really struggling practitioners yeah and I got to work into so many different levels of um from like product development and marketing and all of those kind of things that you're exposed to mm-hmm. so I loved it um and then I fell pregnant oh, <laughs> um so. and that's when it all changed again <laughs> and my career path kind of slipped and changed I no longer wanted to be in that corporate position where I was flying to Queensland every like couple of weeks or going into state and forever so that's where then I reassessed again where my career kind of was going yeah and finally I was ready to practice so that was only like 10 years after graduating. <laughs> um, I got there in the end. Yeah. Um, and in that time, huge amount of things have changed. Like practice is not what it used to be. Of course. Back 10 years ago, it's amazing now, the opportunities you do get. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then private practice followed. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you're doing currently? And that's what I'm doing currently. Yeah. yeah. So after my first... Um, who he kind of was my big pivot point mm-hmm. I went from I worked practiced for a couple of days a week yep. and at the same time I did a course which was called um b-school by Marie oh, Folio yes. you heard of that one I love Marie <laughs> yes <laughs> um, that, I did that course then and I think that opened my eyes up to how I can practice and how I can practice in a totally different way than what I was taught to at uni and something that really kind of made me light up inside. So I found kind of a way that I could be creative and find the outlet that I needed as a new mum but then also have my clinical and my background and my knowledge as part of that. Yeah, amazing. Was that course really beneficial? It sounds like it was for even for our career. And have you applied a lot of what you did learn through B-School? Yeah, so I yeah. think I've applied a lot. And then I definitely, now I do a lot of mentoring with a lot of new grads, a lot of people coming back into practice. Yeah. And I think I use a lot of those key points that you learn in B-School. I think yeah. in your naturopathy degree, you don't learn how to be a business person. In your nutrition degree, you don't learn business. Yeah. Writing a business plan is such a waste of time in my personal <laughs> opinion it's very because different it doesn't do to anything actually do. to actually create the role that you want or the career that you want yeah um, it tries to go into a box that is supposed to fit into mm-hmm. and b school opens you up to mean that box can be anything 
you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Very cool. And that's great that you're also mentoring others as well now with those skills and combining your experience in clinic with that. Yeah. I think it's a natural progression to want to do that. Like, um, like we're all people that love helping other people. from other people who have experienced it, done everything wrong and then done it right, who are successful in different avenues, oh, it just makes your focus so much quicker and um, the belief in yourself to do something so much faster. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Um, So currently what would your like normal week look like and then we'll go into like a typical day but because you're obviously a mum, so are you working (laughs) full-time or (laughs) part-time? My mum's free now. Oh, wow. um, I juggle them. They're all sort of under seven years old, so yep. they're all little tackers still. Keeping you busy. Um, but my week kind of consists of three days in private practice, so yep. that's seeing clients one-on-one, doing workshops, um, doing presentations, talks, whatever kind of that sort of really involves. Fantastic. Um, then I also do a day of usually where my mentoring comes into it. Yeah. Um, but on my mentoring days, I also do my marketing days and my creating days so I'm a big person that needs to create I can't just be a clinical dialogue of nutrition (laughs) I need to be able to create things I need to write things and um, play around with things like Canva and those kind of arty stuff as well yeah um so that comes in on one day and then I also at the moment are doing one day with balance by nature which is my herbal tea range yeah um I'm currently have two students kind of taking over that brand mm-hmm. so I'm really only working in a mentoring role with them at the moment while they carry it on oh fantastic um but that then fills my week yeah. and then children <laughs> wow. so, yeah lots of different diverse things but lots of yeah. fun things yeah incredible um, and it's yeah. amazing that you're able to fit all of those things in and still be a mum to three children under seven <laughs> you're a well, super you know what I love though is this role you can maneuver your timing so I'm not stuck to a nine to five I can maneuver days of the week how I want to and I'm really lucky to I've got a very supportive partner that can maneuver his hours as well yeah so we can make it work for us Mm -hmm. and how that works for other people is going to be completely different but you can totally schedule the time in and do it if it's scheduled yeah like like, schedule it (laughs) yeah definitely it's so important to be organized especially when you do have lots going on absolutely yeah do you have any tips alongside that so scheduling do you have any other like productivity or organizational tips for everyone else yeah I think definitely schedule and that schedule not just clients that schedule marketing time that schedule whatever um, even emails. So I only open emails within a certain time during the day. Yep. Otherwise, you can get really caught on answering clients' information all the time. Yeah. Um, so I think that is a really important skill <laughs> to get you through the week. And it's a skill. It's something you've got to learn to do. No one's naturally good at it. Yeah. Um, and then I think communication with your clients is really important. Mm-hmm. So that's something that you need to be able to have a really strong sense of self within as well yeah and um, that will carry you successfully through the week or you'll just flounder through the week if your communication style's poor yeah, so, yeah. oh great tips um, <laughs> <laughs> so walk us through what a typical day in clinic is like compared to a day when you are doing your mentoring and or your tea business yeah so clinical days are usually 
um, pick and choose the day, but it's usually seeing clients. So I see clients mainly one-on-one. We do a lot of online and phone consults at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're sort of scheduled in at certain time slots and it's just hitting each client back to back to kind of get through those. Um, I've got a couple of hours during the middle of the day where I do all my treatment plans um, and do any of that morning follow-up work from the uh, morning kind of clients yeah. and then I do a second half of the day with clients as well and I finish it with that same couple of hours on the end mm-hmm. um, and that means that I don't take work home with me I kind of get it done leave practice and I'm done yeah that's great yeah, yeah so that's yeah, definitely a clinic day <laughs> it's mm-hmm. pretty back to back go 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 yeah um, and then sort of my other days sort of my, my mentoring days is probably more me being self-disciplined with the hours that I work so my mentoring, I do in a group situation. So there's um, between five and 10 people, usually on a Zoom call. Yeah. Um, and so that will probably go for about an hour-ish, <laughs> depending yep. how many questions everybody has. Um, and then it's really kind of, it's emails, it's scheduling, it's marketing kind of stuff. And it's putting my priority list and ticking the big items off first. Yeah. Um, yeah, all the most important items. Yeah, <laughs> that's a first. good tip because yeah. sometimes those important ones yeah. are the ones you don't want to do and you put them off. But exactly. Yeah, it's yes. important to yes. get them out of I'm the I'm like, way. if you want to put it off, that's the first one you should start with. Yeah. It's a good <laughs> trick to kind of get in the habit with, like face the fear straight away. Yeah, definitely. It's not what we all want to yeah. hear, but it is the reality of it. No, <laughs> <laughs> no one likes yeah, but oh my God, if you face it, how much better is oh, it? Oh, it's magic once you break through that yeah. on the other side. Yeah, yeah definitely. Exactly. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And you also mentioned you do some presentations and workshops. Yeah, so we run through the practice. We run yeah. um, quite a few workshops. We've got sort of the space for um, set up with sort of like a kitchen. So mm-hmm. we do a lot of sort of whole foods and how to cook, make, and then usually within a topic of like gut health or immune system or whatever's kind of going on at the time yeah um and workshops are a real key way that I use for marketing as well so they're kind of a really easy way to get people to know you understand you like you know what you can do and then that's a flow into new clients so they're a really important part yeah brilliant so are they live or on video or a bit of both um they're all in person live yeah um for the moment. Yeah, true. <laughs> the progress of that being a little bit more open to if you're not in our area, that's yeah. definitely something that's in the development. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very cool. That's great that the clinic helps with that as well. would be a very yeah, good thing Yeah, I think to offer. like choosing a clinic space that kind of works with how you want to practice is important. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really lucky um, to be working at Luxton Clinic, which is a practice in Armadale, which has those facilities available when I need them. Yeah, <laughs> basically. that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, and, it's good. Yeah, awesome. And have you always been someone who does enjoy doing those sorts of things, like the presentations and the workshops, or have you been like so many others who have sort of had to build up those public speaking skills and get comfortable over time? <laughs> um, I think that's something I definitely got from Metagenics. Oh, so fantastic. You were somewhat forced to talk in front of large groups. Um, And it is definitely just a confidence building. Once you do it, you get over your initial fear. It's amazing. You just kind of fall into it and you flow with it. Um, And the more confidence you get or the more confident you are in the topic you're talking about, Mm -hmm. you'll find public speaking a lot easier. So 
it's something it's I've learned yeah. <laughs> to be okay with it and now I really enjoy it but it's a learned skill that is for sure yeah it's so valuable in our industry though and so many opportunities come from it yeah. too I 100% agree I think the one of the biggest ways I've ever grown um, my client base is by talking and getting out there and talking to big groups small groups individually yeah yeah so crucial yeah brilliant do you have any other marketing tips for people who are trying to build up a client base um oh so many <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a big one isn't it <laughs> I think when you've got to really start at the basics when you're starting yeah point you start with talking number one to everyone and anyone you possibly know yeah um and out of your comfort zone so if you think oh, I'd really like to work with that person or that company would be really cool at supporting this sort of project that I'm doing reach out to them yeah. the worst case is they say no and you reach out to somebody else but I think the biggest marketing tool is if you can network mm-hmm. is the easiest way to bring people in yeah um, and people want to network with you so yeah. I think people forget that they don't know necessarily you exist until you put yourself in their forefront of thought. Yeah. So put yourself out there. That's such a good point. As much as you can. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any particular places that you do go when it comes to networking? Yeah, I think you can start at the small kind of like local business networking places are good places to start. You can use places like... um, there's always practitioner groups that will always get together regularly, create your own yeah. as well. So I definitely have my own referral network mm-hmm. and that network I catch up with regularly. I touch base with what I'm doing. I touch base with what they're doing. Yeah. So you're forever actually feeding each other. There's no point in networking once and never talking to that person again. So that's true. not a network. Yeah, <laughs> that's such so a good point. It's kind of, it's really, it's building relationships. Yeah. Um, relationships with clients, but relationships with other businesses is really important. Yeah, definitely. Do you find through working at a clinic that also helps because you are around other practitioners? Definitely. Yeah. And I think you can, you can really bounce off other practitioners as well. So, um, in regards to obviously business, you can definitely bounce off them, but you can, in regards to client treatment and things like that, it's a really good opportunity as well. Yeah. Um, and I've never seen other practitioners that work in the same as you as competitors. I've always looked at you as a team yeah. kind of that can actually help each other grow and build. 100%. Um, I think once you turn your head around that, you'll be so much more successful in a multi-clinic as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a really good tip. And I am all about like encouraging collaboration rather than competition because we can all help oh. each other more when we work together and help more people yeah, as well. Yeah, you just nailed it in how yeah. you just said that then. It's so, it's so <laughs> crucial. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about your mentoring. So you mentioned you do your weekly calls for about an hour, depending on the questions. Does that yeah. run in like cycles or is it like a yearly thing or how does that sort of run and what does it involve? Uh, so it's all about to make a big shift at the moment, actually. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's moving on to a bit more of an online based coaching program so you'll still get me in person but it'll be a bit more online based as well um which will release probably in about a month Mm -hmm. which is pretty exciting um at the moment it runs purely by you applying so it's um being reaching out to all the people that reach out to me for just help (laughs) i put them through the mentoring kind of program just so it makes it an easy streamlined Everyone can learn from each other Um, and then I can give the best of me to more people, I guess, than just the one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, which is really cool. And it's really, I think everyone gets a lot of value out of it. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and do. I usually run them kind of weekly for about eight weeks. We kind of have a pause and then you've got the ability to join another eight weeks if you want to okay. after that. Yeah. Yeah. But what I found is a lot of people stick with me. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I think we need to build this into a little bit more of a, an online program where we can actually kind of get some real action happening really quickly. Yeah. Really cool. Oh, that's exciting. I look forward to seeing yeah. that all roll out. Right, things happening. <laughs> yeah. So is it all run through the calls or do you also have like some online content that they read through or do they all just start at the same time and you just take them step by step week by week? Yeah, so um, there's a bit of both. Yeah. So I, at the moment, it's not really as structured as what it will be when this online course Released. launches. It will be yep. very structured yep. in there. And I'll basically take them from here's week one and eight, week eight, you'll be out practicing in the successful kind of environment. Yeah. Um, and that practice doesn't necessarily mean in person, it can be an online version of it as well. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of steam streamlining you into a really successful way to get started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. sounds like it. <laughs> um, and the tea business, tell us a little bit about what that involves and all the things that I'm sure go into that because yeah, product based yeah. business is a whole different ball game. So it'd be great to hear about that as well. It is. So our um, herbal tea kind of came from me and a girlfriend practicing together together way back. Yeah. Um, we were definitely looking for something that wasn't a product, but something that could kind of help support our clients without it feeling like a supplement. Yeah. Um, and we are big avid tea drinkers. So mm-hmm. we kind of went, you know what, this is something that we're trained in, we love, and we're like, this can totally help a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where the philosophy and that kind of, uh, it kind of came from and developed. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of been a product development is a totally different chain of events than going into practice. Yeah. <laughs> ball game. Um, and we really intertwined it, kind of um, intertwined it into our practice as well. So a lot of our um, sort of programs and things involve part of the tea. So that's how yeah. we've kind of really find that momentum has kept going with our product base. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. It's, busy <laughs> good yeah. and then and then I have started to step back from it a little yeah. bit at the moment so I'm not doing the blending I'm not controlling a lot of the orders mm-hmm. um I'm really doing more of a mentoring here's how we keep it moving program at the moment and we'll just yeah. see where it goes yeah, yeah fantastic that sounds very cool and it's great (laughs) it's also really cool because I was looking around your website and everything and seeing how you had linked your sort of cleanse program to the teas it's a really fantastic idea yeah Yeah. I think it's just a way that you can it's a way that you can keep people in your brand really as well like um and it's a way that you can do a lot of things that you love and give them more information than what just a tea will do we've got so much more knowledge behind it so yeah yeah a good way of linking it in Amazing. So do you have any skills for practitioners if they did want to go into those various career pathways? Maybe let's start with clinic. What would you recommend the main skill people need to pursue that? Um, I think it's actually probably if you're going to clinical practice, I Mm -hmm. think your biggest skill that you need is communication. Yeah. So um, that's communicating with where you're practising. So from the business front of your expectations and the clinic's expectations of you and 
everything around that. Yeah. You've then got your communication with the directly with your clients. So whether that be face-to-face, if that's um, through your email marketing, through all of that, you need to be in control and know your voice within yeah. that communication. Do you want to be a really um, strict sort of practitioner that's quite rule-based or um, I'm very much not? I'd like to be more approachable and friendly and low-key and keep things in very simple terms for my clients. Mm-hmm. So you have to develop and learn that kind of voice. So that communication is the key number one thing I think you need to learn. Yeah. Um, and learning, you, you'll get better at it, well, better at it as you kind of go through practice. Yeah, of yeah. course. It's sort of one of those things you need to be doing. You can't learn it through books. <laughs> yeah, no, like I'm a big one. I'm like, write your scripts. Like yeah. I'm big, write it out, write it out 30 times so it makes it feel like it's natural and normally you. Yeah. Um, but you've got to find that yourself and develop that over time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. And how about if someone wants to go into more of a mentoring style position, what sort of skill would you say is important there? Obviously, communication again is going to come up. You <laughs> <laughs> knew that with everything, don't you? Uh, you know what? I think it's actually more of stepping into your fears mm-hmm. is being okay with kind of going um, – not maybe feeling like you are the big expert that you think you're somehow trying to portray yourself as. So yeah. it's being really being okay with being vulnerable in that position, but then also being able to flow it forward as well, I think is kind of key, probably in both aspects of working, but definitely in a mentorship role. Yeah. Um, I think you have to kind of be that vulnerable person and go, I don't know everything, but here's what I do know and this is what I've learned and this is how I can help you and be confident in that. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Good tips. And when it comes to a product-based business, any recommended skills for anyone wanting to pursue that? Yeah, it's a totally different headspace. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to, to, um, I think what I definitely probably learned with B-School is you can apply yourself into that product base. Yeah. But you've got to be able to take it in a totally different marketing way. way than what you do in practice for instance yeah. like communication yes you need it to a flow and make sense that kind of thing but it's all what people see it's what people get benefits from and you need to know your flow of marketing behind that yeah yeah it's a bit different yeah, <laughs> definitely like, that was a bit more complicated I think now <laughs> yeah actually do you want to touch a little bit about like the different things that are involved with creating a product because obviously you've got things like the packaging and the production the shipping all of that alongside the general business marketing and that sort of thing. Yeah. So do you and there's to- a lot involved. Yeah. Like, I think you learn a lot of lessons along the way. I learned a really hard way. We ordered in a truckload of bottles to find out that our labels didn't actually meet coat. <gasps> oh, um, no. So you learn ways through this and you learn from big mistakes sometimes. You go, yeah. oh, wow, okay, let's start again. Yeah. Um, so packaging is pretty important and making sure you tick off all the rules of what you actually are required yeah. and not making claims and all of that kind of stuff. And that it often changes every couple of years as well. So yeah. even over the last couple of years now, having the region of where you're ordering your ingredients from need to be kind of on the label and all of a sudden your organic certification they'll just upgrade their logo on you so you've got to upgrade your packaging (laughs) um forever changing environment yeah um and you've got to abide by a lot of those rules when it comes to products yeah Um, but then like exactly what you said um then you need to learn how to import things so that was a whole nother 
level of yeah. learning and understanding <laughs> that you just have to discover and find. So we imported packaging from China mm-hmm. and that's a whole other ball game yeah again <laughs> but these skills are something that you don't need to know you can learn them mm-hmm. as you go yeah. um and I think that as you grow and develop your business to the need to actually use off like overseas suppliers yeah then you can kind of learn that next step in your business yeah I don't think you need that from day one <laughs> <laughs> as you can't hold off on that knowledge a little bit yeah definitely as Marie yeah. would say she'd say everything is figure outable and I think that's so applicable oh to my this god sort of thing. that is the best book ever <laughs> how good is yeah. it I love and it it's such a good line because yeah. it is if it you let it get you stuck and you get stuck in that fear or you don't know something yeah you kind of get stuck in your whole kind of career path as well yeah. where if you allow that kind of ability to go I can flow forward and I can figure this out and be okay yeah so good yeah yeah absolutely so we've had a little tech glitch but we are back and audio is all back to normal so we've spoken about your career journey to date and all the amazing things you're achieving now but what is your vision for the future and where do you see yourself going with this yeah, so I think I'm in definitely another pivot mode in my kind of career at the moment. So while I love working with clients one-on-one, I think for me I'm making a shift to seeing the bigger picture of what I can kind of bring to the world maybe. Yeah. Um, I feel like my reach can be so much bigger than just sitting one-one kind of situation. So for me I'm definitely moving to more um, being able to have those online programs, my mentorship. Um, and also kind of building up, I guess, and putting myself out of that safety zone of one-on-one practice (laughs) and branching out a little bit more. So I think you'll probably see me doing a lot more um, public speaking is definitely where I can see myself kind of shifting and moving to and more of that online forum, which is um, something I'm definitely trained in, but I've just never really kind of pursued and kind of done. Yeah. For myself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's very exciting. And yeah, with the tools yeah. from B School, I'm sure you're very equipped for that online world. I did have a question yeah. about when you were studying. Did you guys do the clinical practice back then as well, or was it more so? Yeah, oh, yeah, you did. Cool. Um, so they ran the actual clinic in the uni. Yeah. So um, I think we did it for the last two years. I think we did the in clinic work. Yeah. yeah I so think the clinic was much more basic than what it is these days. And the dispensary definitely wasn't as. Um, amazing but yeah yeah Yeah. that actually brings up a good question when it comes to working somewhere like Luxton Clinic or in clinic for someone um or renting a room from someone what happens in terms of dispensaries I think that could be cool to touch on yeah they can work in a lot of different ways depending on how you practice and um, how you want to do it so usually if the clinic runs a dispensary and you just have access to it you might get a percentage back from the products that you sell yeah um alternatively how I work is I control my own dispensary so um I do a lot of online or direct orders with companies so for me I do a lot of the vital.ly or I do directly with metagenics um and I send my clients to give them that ability to go here's the products I'm recommending. You can choose when you're ready to take them, but offer that next day service as well for them to get it in their hands if they need it. Um, It opens you up to a broader dispensary. Yeah. Um, That means you've got access to everything instead of trying to combat a small 
um, dispensary in the practice. Yeah, absolutely. And um, without having to pay the money up front as well, because great things like Yeah, vitally, exactly. Like there's know. lots of ways around it now. Like you can definitely go like on 30-day accounts and things, which kind of give you actually 60 days to pay your account off. Okay, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of different ways you can use your dispensary. You've just got to do it depending on your flow of clients, the type of clients that you're seeing. Yeah. Um, and then obviously how much money you're willing to put into it before you get it back. Yeah. as well so when you're starting I would be like set yourself up with probably one online option mm-hmm. and choose one company that you can kind of go I can get my basic core supplements from them yeah so I would say something like metagenics yes I'm biased but they've got all your core basics and they're um, a great covered. brand yeah. um, and they do have the really good terms in regards to your um, account kind of payments yeah um and Get your key core things. So if you know you do a lot of magnesium or a lot of fish oils or you give everyone a B, B vitamin like I do, then they're the ones you keep in stock. Yep. And all the odd ones, you order them in for people. Yep. That's how I run it anyway. Yeah, yeah. brilliant advice. Yeah. yeah. Options. Um, yeah, it's always good to have options. Yeah. So what would you say success means to you? Uh, success for me is doing something I'm happy Mm-hmm. that I love doing, that I'm excited to wake up to, to do every day, yeah. but still earn an income from it. So still be able to provide for my family and still feel a sense of pride in what I'm doing. So yeah. um, I think that's kind of my picture of success. It's not about earning truckloads of money, but it's earning and having the capacity to wake up and do something that I love every day. Yeah, yeah. so important. Yeah. And what would you attribute your current successes to? Um, I think it's probably on my ability to kind of adapt. And I often talk about this with people is that you've got to be able to adapt and pivot forward mm-hmm. and that pivot always will allow you to flow forward. And I'm someone who always has that proactive and positive approach to it. So yeah. if you get a roadblock, I'm not someone who usually dwells on it and gets kind of like crushed or disheartened. I'm like, okay, cool. That's what's happening. How do I benefit from this? How can I move forward? How can I kind of restructure? And I think if you've got that ability to always be, okay, I can flow forward, Mm -hmm. I can adapt, I can pivot my business at any time I want to. Yeah. Doesn't your career can go in any direction you want it to go. Yeah. Any any way you want it, but you've got to be okay to be able to have that pivot Mm -hmm. and not get stuck in that fear zone. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a good point and such an important skill to to have. So that's great that that's got you to where you are. Say it right though, it is a skill to learn yeah like there's not like I've ever not got stuck in fear like yeah. it's quite common um but you've got to be able to kind of go okay I know I'm stuck how can I like unstuck myself basically yeah yeah, yeah amazing yeah so on that sort of theme do you have like a, a mindset shift that you would recommend when it comes to being successful um do you know what I actually there's a a term that I kind of learned by um, Seth Godwin. I'm not sure if you've heard of him, but yeah, he's, he's got um, a book called Lichen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of all about being indisposable. So um, I really like the concept behind him in regards to that mindset shift that you can be like a worker bee and you can follow the instructions and the rules and you can kind of get set in that way. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do. 
Or you can be a lichen, who's someone who's indisposable in their career and their role and their job, who's waking up doing something they love every day um, and conquering their fears and moving forward. Yeah. I kind of like, I think that sums up my mindset shift in that you have to have that ability to be a lichen. We don't have to, but if you want a a career that's kind of diverse and follows what you love, I think you can be a lichen the much better such a weird word but <laughs> I love the concept you don't know what I'm talking about go read your book and you'll come but you totally get what I mean I actually have that sitting on my bookshelf I need oh, to get to it. it yeah I need to yeah. <laughs> I'm speaking like, I don't think you're a lichen so no, I think you are a lichen you're not a worker bee so. oh thank you yeah, yeah I feel like I would fit into that category and yeah, yeah. I think a lot of us in this industry do they do. Yeah. I think if yeah. you you have that kind of creative or entrepreneurial kind of side to you, yeah. then you absolutely will fit in that category. Yeah. And that book really talks you through how you can kind of really progress into that phase, which is really cool. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah that's on my to read yeah, list. Read <laughs> <laughs> it's not like oh. a female woman power kind of one, so it's yeah. not like one of those. It's, yeah. It's a good that would be great speaking of books actually um what would you recommend for one book that you would recommend every listener reads oh my god that's so hard um <laughs> this is so I, would, I kind of go we've spoken about two books today yeah both, and brilliant. I both of those books I don't know if you could toss up between between them yeah. I kind of go um yeah, that Lichen by Seth Godwin's a good one, like mm-hmm. for mindset kind of point. Yep. And that everything figure outable is so good in that business and mindset approach by Marie Folio. So yep. oh I think they I couldn't choose. Yeah, that's all right. That's <laughs> good. Go like, read both of those. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, read them. <laughs> awesome. Um, so in nutrition, we're in the business of helping people, but when it comes to looking after your own health, how important is that to you? Yeah, I think for me, you have to look after yourself number one before you can look after any client or family member or anything like that. So I think I really learned my priority of me when I first had kids because the priority of you gets dropped really Mm. quickly. Um, and you can lose that real sense of self. Um, along with that so then when you do come back into yourself you gain your kind of momentum back you find that you've got to you've got to make sure that your stress levels are under control you have to kind of manage a stress level that you potentially never had before so for me I'm like something I have to manage now it never used to be something I even thought of yeah um I have to prioritize sleep and eating well for me comes second nature now because I want my kids to eat well so they're kind of my sort of areas that I probably prioritize but yeah oh gosh it's endless isn't it yeah (laughs) it is but I think as you said it's so important to look after yourself and to be able to look after other people as well yeah 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 Yeah. do you have any non-negotiables in that area so healthy healthy eating it sounds like is one of them yeah, I think making sure you're eating good quality food. I kind of go with the 80-20 rule. Yeah. So I'm kind of like 80% be there, be like proactive in your health. Yeah. And then 20% don't give a hoot and don't think another question about eating something that's not in your your old kind of way of thinking that it's not okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, so important. Probably exercise is my non-negotiable. Yeah. And that's because I know that improves my stress levels mm. and I know I sleep better when I exercise. So for me, movement is a non-negotiable. Amazing. Yeah. And not, I'm not an everyday, but I'm definitely at least a four or five times a week kind of girl. 
yeah um and a good workout yeah yeah oh brilliant and it's so true they are also linked like as you mentioned movement is linked to your stress levels and your sleep and when you've got a few things under control it can just give you that great ripple effect throughout your whole life exactly yeah yeah 100 yeah amazing so this has been an awesome conversation but before we wrap up I want to ask is there any like parting words of advice or wisdom for the listeners today Oh gosh, so much advice. No, I know, it's hard. <laughs> this can be a long bit too. <laughs> do it. Like, yeah. don't wait to be ready. Don't wait for it to be perfect. Don't um, let other people's opinions stop you. You can totally control your career path, your job that you want to do, um, everything in your life if you just step forward and you do it. Yes. Um, and I think if you get stuck, then just go, I'm just going to do it anyway and just keep going. Yeah, yeah, that's how you learn. You'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, I love that advice. What a way to end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and last but not least, where can the listeners find you and follow along on your journey? Yeah. So at the moment, all of my handles are balanced by nature. So yep. on um, Instagram, Facebook, um, website um a lot of things will be converting into my name in the next few weeks and months as well so you'll find me under jade anstey under most of those things so um private practice you can find me at luxton clinic amazing different ways (laughs) yeah i will link all of those in the show notes as well so if anyone is interested you can find them on my website um and yeah i'll obviously link you in all the social posts we do so everyone can follow along Amazing. So thank you so much for joining me today, Jade. It's been so much pleasure. fun chatting thank to you. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I feel like I gained so much valuable insight and advice from it, and I hope you agree. If you did enjoy this episode, please leave me a review and tell me what you think. I would love to hear your feedback. Do you know anyone else that this episode can benefit? I would be so grateful if you share it with them. That way, they too can benefit from all of the insight that we covered today. Your support means so much to me, and together we can help even more people build a career and a life that they love. Thank you for being here. Until next time, keep making your dreams a reality.